where somebody got like disconnected from their um, the Martian. Was it? Was it? No, no. It was, was it? it what like, the, they just like floating? Oh, they have to go float yeah, into. Like, they have to use like a spacesuit. Yeah, that's a great movie. And he just like floated away, and I thought to just float yeah, around and he has to until cut he his freaking suit. die. Yeah, he has to cut his suit <laughs> and go fly to another <laughs> spaceship. <laughs> Nothing about that made I me like, oh, movie. I want to go explore space. And you know that's where like. It's, it's don't we know more about the space than uh, no, the ocean? No, I hate when scientists say that because it's eternity. Yeah. It can go on forever. No, I, it make, it, like, you see that NASA found like a alternate universe or something? That's, like, yeah. On top of all of this other stuff, NASA said that they found like an alternative universe. 2020 is wild. I'm going to have to Google Okay, I'm going to start to it. It is Welcome back, everyone, to Store <laughs> Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. She is our FCS teacher. Welcome, Miss Bartell. Thank you. Okay, so today we're going to talk about the riots in Minneapolis. And George Floyd. Yeah. Awesome. It's a big topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to talk about. Yeah. yeah so to start, I'd like to say, like, obviously, it's not okay what the cop did. Right. But it should be first degree murder, yeah. not third. Yeah. Because I think I saw something that said it has to be indisputable evidence that he wanted to kill him. Mm-hmm. But to me, the pedestrian saying, get off of him, you're killing him. That's enough. enough. Yeah. And the other cops who weren't charged, that's not okay either. Unless he was like the chief, because if he's like, no, go stand over there, blah, 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 telling what to do. But he was, the other cops were protecting him, so the pedestrians weren't knocking him off the other guy. So it was just. Yeah, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. It was gross to watch. But then. Did what, you watch it? Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah. It was like nine minutes. Like how. But the thing that followed that is even worse, in my opinion, because the looting, I don't understand it at all. The protest or the looting? The, the looting. I, okay. I like the protest. The peaceful protest makes sense. They need their voices heard because. Obviously, whatever they're doing isn't working. So. What do you mean by that? Well, I. Uh, when Colin Kaepernick kneeled for the national anthem, mm-hmm. that wasn't okay. What did you. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna. Should I. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> that I'm asking the question. What was Period. the conversation among, like, y- your friends with Colin Kaepernick? Um. Oh. My dad is a veteran, mm-hmm. and he was okay with it. Really? Yeah. You have free speech. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. And he wasn't saying anything. He wasn't like, you know, he wasn't making a big scene. Yeah. He was just kneeling. And then other black people started to do it. Yeah. But it never seemed like I knew what they were doing it for. Because they're doing it during the national anthem. So I was like, what are you? But then once like now this happened, I'm like, oh, now it makes sense why. Right. They just want to be heard. But then as a white person, I don't know what I can do better to help because I don't think Every, like, I just don't, I don't think I'm racist. I don't think. Yeah. Like, what do you think? With Colin Kaepernick, I thought that it was, like, I think he could have just stayed it down in the locker rooms. That could have worked, too. But then again, like, nobody's, if people are really thinking that America's that bad, they can just leave. If they really think that it's gotten to the point where they can't even go outside, they can go to a different country. But then again, America is the safest country, so that will be kind of hard. But I also, like, there are some cops that are really bad and corrupt. But, like, it's... It all puts you a bad rep on all cops when mm-hmm. yeah, one does this. You can't call... 
I mean, you can't. But you should not call a cop a pig and mm-hmm. flip them off when they probably want to protest with you. Mm-hmm. They're doing their job. Yeah. Yeah. If and they didn't have to do that, I guarantee there's there's black cops and they would want to be protested with you. Yeah. I think there's not just black cops. I think a lot of cops. Yeah, all there's, cops. We're seeing, like, that's one of the things about social media that's really, um, it's really tough right now to, I'm a very sensitive person, so I'm mm-hmm. cry. <laughs> I'm sorry, you'll have to pause it. But I, um, like, it's really tough to mm-hmm. see what's happening around the world um, through this very small lens on my phone. Mm-hmm. But I, um, like, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of good um, mixed in there with the bad. Yeah. And I think you have to be really careful of where your, where, what your sources are. What, when I was in college, um, I had a political science professor that said, like, you always have to find out um, who, is, who is giving you this information, who is, what is, what are they benefiting from mm-hmm. sharing this information? Are they trying to get you riled up? Are they trying to speak the truth? Are they trying to make money? Are they trying to, to get you to look a different direction? And I think that's one thing that's tough about social media is that the the things that I see on my feed are geared towards things that I believe in. I believe in social justice. I believe in um, I believe in equal rights for people. And I think a lot of people believe that they do. But then when you follow like news sources, even like really jaded news sources, like for, like personal opinion blogs and things like that, you get so much false information that and negative, you, negative. So for me, all day long, I feel like I see other than like puppy pictures and like <laughs> cooking shows. I also see a lot of things that are directed towards like, um, like what I need to do as a whiteish person to, <laughs> to, you know, to, to how I can use my voice and my mm-hmm. platform to help, um, like just years and years and years of, but like, what do you do to help? Like, what would I do that could benefit someone like a black person that would make them feel like they're being hurt? Like you as an, as a teenager? Yeah. I think, so I noticed, um, I have like a social media page for my classroom and students will follow my page and, and I follow them as well. And I've noticed this week that a lot of students that have a pretty significant platform, they have a lot of followers mm-hmm. and they have a lot of respect in our community. Um, they're not saying anything. Hate. I, I never think that fighting hate with hate is ever appropriate or ever going to solve anything. But they're using their very limited little platform to speak out against like, this is why they're kneeling. Mm-hmm. This is why, you know, this is, and, and I think, and every time I saw that, I was like, Hey, thanks for doing that. Like, mm-hmm. I appreciate Cause you don't have to, it, it's, right. you guys don't have to, to do anything. Um, but if you, I don't know if you want to, I think like that's one really small thing that you can do with limited finances and limited, um, ability. I know for, for people like, um, for adults, there's a lot of like links for different, um, organizations that you can support um, that are putting money back into black communities that are there encouraging supporting like black businesses I, I definitely can't in 10 minutes or less unpack <laughs> racial history and I, yeah. as a white woman I would never try to use you know try to speak on behalf of a community that's not mine yeah and you don't, but, you don't know no but I yeah I don't know I, I think it's devastating and I think we have to be really careful about like what we're exposing ourselves mm-hmm. to and and then just considering the source of where that stuff comes from sometimes. Yeah, and then I saw an article that said, we're saying like Des Moines police told people to, if they have a police flag, to take it down. Yeah. Because they're being targeted. Like, that's horrible. Yeah. Because, again, like, it's not the police that, it's not constantly the police that are racist. Yeah. And it's not all police that are racist. No. There's a couple people that 
our races that are happen to be cops. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely, and it's not just white people that are racist. I feel like every race is racist, but there's also every race that have dumb people. Yeah. So it's hard to like, you're not dumb because you're black. You're not dumb because you're white. Mm-hmm. There's just dumb people everywhere. Yeah. So it's hard to, you know. I think it's tough because there's always bad seeds. We, um, we look at, I mean, like every, every race has, has their own bad seeds. We, I get so um, embarrassed when I see things from like the, um, what is the Baptist church that goes around and protests, um, like funerals of, yeah. of those kind of things. And I hate that I am in a way represented by this person because mm-hmm. I am also white. Um, and so, yeah, I think that there's definitely... Yeah, and it is embarrassing. Of, it, like it's it, embarrassing to be associated with that. Mm-hmm. Just like I think it's embarrassing for... I think it's awful that, that police officers who I have complete respect for, I have officers in my family and mm-hmm. my friend group, and um, I hate... I, I couldn't imagine... Ezra used to talk about wanting to be a police officer mm-hmm. when he was a kid. I can't imagine sending him out into the world as a, as a white man and a police officer right now. But... If he were black, <laughs> mm-hmm. he would be. It would be scary every day. It would be scary to say. Like you want to work. believe that it's equal, but it just, it's not. And, yeah. like that's what I feel like. I don't know how to separate it because, I feel like it's equal here, mm-hmm. but not anywhere else. Yeah. Well, not other places, because I feel like, like you know. Well, we also live in a smaller town, mm-hmm. so it's not yeah. as big of a deal to us. But like when you get to the cities where there are huge riots and they're burning down buildings especially in minneapolis yeah Yeah. like that's i think that there should be something done about it because it it's a pretty big deal Mm -hmm. but burning down innocent people's buildings that put their mostly their life Mm -hmm. into that work especially like local businesses like yeah absolutely like people saying yeah i don't i don't want to get into any other things but yeah it's just hard when you have people that why would you burn down a target when that's not that has nothing to do with it they weren't involved in anything so yeah and i'm glad like the person who owns targets is like it's all right we can build a new one Mm -hmm. but the local businesses can't build a new one Mm -hmm. that's their whole life funds that's their whole they can't build a new one yeah so when you're mad about something and you just burn down something it's not helping anyone yeah it might make you feel good but it's really not getting you anywhere because that's making yourself look bad. Right. So, and it's not, it's white and black people doing it. Mm-hmm. So it's... I think that's important to consider too is that it's not... One um, race doing it. it. It's not even about race. Like, like what are the intentions behind people mm-hmm. that, are, that are there? Like, um, and I think it's so interesting to see the results of how it's affecting people in different counties and different states. Um, depending on how law enforcement handles it. Like, you definitely see things get escalated when law enforcement are using um, gas and Mm -hmm. rubber bullets and things like that compared to, like, I watched one today where I think it was in, um, God, I can't remember where it was, Um, the police department, like, they all took a knee with the protesters. And that broke my heart because I'm like... I keep seeing the quote going around um, from Martin Luther King Jr. that that a riot is is the voice of the unheard. And the fact that that's, people are feeling so much desperation and all they want is to be heard. All mm-hmm. they want is for <laughs> a kid in Iowa to, you know, adults in, in every state to, to recognize that this is a problem. And this yeah. isn't a problem that just started happening. This isn't brand new. And 
and and there needs to be change. Um, and so, yeah, I think like the law enforcement officers, I, I used to live in Ames and they sent out a really fantastic press release about wanting to be, um, wanting to be open and, and understanding why we're angry and they're angry too. And I think when officers are using that platform to say like, you know, yeah. we're trying to be better, we're, you know, when we're, we're putting our officers through different training and, and trainings and things like that to try to make things better, like that's, that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. But I don't know, it's a, it's a tough, <laughs> it's a tough thing to unpack. Yeah, you just feel stuck. Like, mm-hmm. I felt very emotionally exhausted this week. Mm-hmm. The thing that upsets me is that the president said that they're thugs, but I can get why people got upset about that because he could have just said rioters. Mm -hmm. But then again, he's not necessarily wrong for calling them thugs because they are burning down buildings and all Mm -hmm. of this and that. But it's just, but he could have just said rioters also. Mm -hmm. That would have been the easier way to go. He could have said something that wasn't sparking to. Yeah. Yeah, I don't agree with much the president has to say, so <laughs> yeah. I can't comment on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Um, it's a tough time. I think for me too, it it can be overwhelming. Um, I think I had I shared something this week that another teacher had written that was so wonderful because, um, like I said, this isn't new what's been happening, but. Um, the way we're approaching it is new. I think the way that we're we're trying to find like how can we fix this? How yeah. could not how can we fix this? How can we do a part? And to, I'm glad to, to something sparked direction. it. I'm not. It sucks that he died, but I'm glad mm-hmm. something sparked it so people can. There's attention on it now. Yeah. Because I feel like there's always been people trying to be heard, but now that there's something like a reason. Yeah. I'm glad that people can have their chance to be heard. Yeah. Especially with, like, video evidence. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have seen it. Yeah. Which that's a... Like, one of the athletes said, like, it's been happening for a while, but people are just now starting to mm-hmm. record it. Yeah. So, like... Yeah. I mean, even... I grew up in a really small town in Arkansas, and um, my mom is, is Mexican, and mm-hmm. we... Um, in the summer, we have very dark skin. My brother has huge curly hair when he grows it out, and... Every every time he would leave our house, it seemed like he would get pulled over um, because in a truck, he like fit a profile of a certain type of person. And and that was literally it. He, mm-hmm. he worked four jobs in high school. He was a pastor's son. He was literally like one of the best kids you could have ever hoped to have had as a child. And he got pulled over weekly because he essentially had an afro and dark skin in a car um, just driving around, driving home at the end of the night. And that's... It's, I don't know, that's, it's tough. Yeah. Sorry. It's tough. Calling it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's... And I think for me, I get overwhelmed um, because just talking about it on social media, it doesn't really do much at all. Um, but I get overwhelmed when I see, like I said, my newsfeed looks very different from others. I, I, I follow, um, I follow a lot of different, um, pages and Instagram pages and mm-hmm. stuff like that of, of like black activists and stuff like that. And so when I see like somebody throw out like a courtesy post of like, yeah, you know, what happened was bad, but look at all of these things that black people are doing. It just feels right. like, shut up. That, yeah. This is not, this is not that time. Like I get yeah. that. I get that protesting, tur- protest turning violent is awful. And it's not something, it's not something that I think anybody's endorsing yeah and also that's not 
happening like, oh, all of the black people in Minnesota mm-hmm. decided let's go burn down buildings. But right. let's not cover up the fact that this is what's wrong. We're People are hurting because the, this continues to happen. Not just even from police officers. Like right. you said, there's a few bad apples in like police departments. In there's bad apples in you know, in education, there's bad apples in among your friends. There's bad, there's people everywhere that have harbored racism. And I think it's really important to like bring that to light. And yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's also, I watched this one guy and he said that it's not just white people that are racist. Now it's getting to the point where black people are starting to be racist Mm -hmm. because it's turning into stereotypes and white people, whenever they say they're getting called racist and that, it is all our fault for what's happened. And they said that it's just kind of getting to the point where it's white versus black and it's mm-hmm. just kind of all unnecessary. Yeah, you can't win when no. you can't, you have to bring everyone together to win. It's, it's going to be constant. If it's yeah. between different races because it's America, it's not white versus black. It's like we need to come together, you know? It's, yeah. I think um, one of the, and I, like I said, I'm definitely not a spokesperson for um, the black community, but I definitely, one thing that I had learned um, again in college from a, um, a professor, she told us that races, that she doesn't believe that white people can be racist or that black people can be racist because racism is tied to like what power you have. And so if you are, if you are, the majority, if you are the majority that that has the power mm-hmm. um, to make laws and enforce laws and things like that, and you use that to your advantage, that would cause like disadvantage to to another group, then that is racism. And black people have never been the majority in this country. Yeah. Mexican people have never been the majority in this country. Um, and until they are, I don't, I don't, I don't think that black people can be racist. And I, I think that they can be hateful. Yeah. I think all people can be hateful. I think that... I guess that's where it's confusing to me is the difference between hate and racism. Yeah. Because... Or stereotypes. Because... I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It's important to have good conversations about mm-hmm. it, though. And it's important to to not... I don't know. To not just decide that this is how things are. And Yeah. I and I think other people just need to respect other people's opinions. And... Yeah. Look at it. And if that's not your opinion move on because there's so many other opinions than just your own. Absolutely. And everybody has different, everybody has different, um, experiences that they've, that they've had throughout their, their movement through the world. And that shapes how they believe. I, when I, um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen, there's a a documentary on Netflix called the 13th about the 13th amendment and about like, um, like criminalization of, of black people in America and I have a good friend who's um, black, and he had, he's married to my best friend. And he had asked me one day, like, uh, hey, have you watched 13th yet? And I was like, I started it, but God, it was so hard. Like, it, it, it was so painful, and it made me angry, and I just had to turn it off. And he just kind of smiled at me, and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's my white privilege that I can turn that off, that, that I don't have to think about racism for today because yeah. it was too heavy for me to carry and he doesn't ever get to turn that off. Every time he takes his boys on a bike ride, he has to worry that they are four teenage and adult men, black men, <laughs> riding their bikes through the Des Moines. And what if they look like they fit a description, you know? And the fact that I've never had to, that I've never had to worry about sending Ezra to ride his bike to his friend's house or, you know, to play in a park or, mm-hmm. 
whatever is that is an example of that and I've, I've never really loved the term white privilege but i've started to understand it better as i've gotten older and and i think it's real i i i do i, I don't think it feels good mm-hmm. it i don't think it feels good at all and as somebody raising like i said a, a white son <laughs> i definitely um it hurts me to assume that just like we're assuming that you know that that people are saying that black cops are ter- or that all these cops are terrible or that black people are terrible or white people are terrible, it hurts me to think that somebody could see him as an enemy. Yeah. Um, but it's my job to just raise him to yeah. be better than that. But a lot of things nowadays is based off of stereotypes, mm-hmm. so that also has like a big, uh, I guess, I don't really know what it's called, but it's just, just gross, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Let's talk about something fun. Can I tell you the first time I met Eli Stewart? Oh, you can yeah. tell me about the first can time. Can I? I met <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first time I met Eli Stewart, I was teaching a class. Um, it was it wasn't really a class. It was oh. a it was a morning. <laughs> it was it was his first day of seventh grade, and I had this class. And some of the kids in the class were there because they had a t- issues with like being tardy, and so mm-hmm. they were like, the first period class doesn't need to be one that they could fail. Um, and then we had some kids in there that had some behavior issues the year before and they're like, they just need a soft start to their day. For some reason they thought Miss Bartell and Miss Hurt could give kids a softer start to their day. And then some were just in there because they just, it was just a gap in their schedule. And I was walking into the classroom first day of school and Eli Stewart standing in the hallway and he's like, are you Miss Bartell? <laughs> I was like, hey, who are you? And he was like, I'm Eli Stewart. And he shook my hand very formally. And he was like, I don't think I'm supposed to be in here. And I said, I said why? And he said, because oh, it's the bad kid class. And I was like, Eli, who told you this was a bad kid class? And he said, the kids in your class <laughs> just told me this is the bad kid class. And I don't think I belong in here. It was he, he did get out of the class. <laughs> well, I, well, I walked in there, and they yeah. were, and they all just kind of looked at me, and, like, yeah. Ty- Tierney Adams was like, oh, no, honey, you're not supposed to be in here. I was like, uh. Yeah, she was, she, oh, I love Tierney. Uh, she's kind of like, my cousin is married to her brother. So, really? Yeah. So, awesome. we kind of, we got close. So. Her brother, the one that has the baby? Yeah, uh, oh. Tyler. Yeah, awesome. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. I love her. She's, it was, <laughs> she's a fun girl. It was, it, for seventh grade, it was so confusing. I don't know why, just like, especially the first day. The schedules? Yeah. Like, yeah. I got lost. It was confusing. Because, like, we got to go to, I'm used to, because in sixth grade, no, not even in sixth grade, but, like, in sixth grade, everything was down one hall. Yeah. Like, everything was there, but in seventh grade, everything was, like, yeah, all the classes. my schedules kept everywhere. changing, it was mad. Yeah. And I was new, so I was all nervous, and. How did you guys become friends? I don't know, football maybe? Do it. Math. Okay, no, math. no, it was math, but also we kind of knew each other from baseball because we played for PCM. He thought I was a douchebag. <laughs> no way. Uh, kind no of, way. but... Really? Were well, you? Probably, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My first memory of you was coming in and being like, saying something about, I think I asked what you guys wanted to do today, and you were like, I don't know, can I just like sing some Taylor Swift or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I don't even know. I it was probably because of math because we got we started sitting by each other and yeah. we just kind of like started talking. It was also football. Yeah. Because we were both running backs and we did a lot of the drills together. It's, it's been a it's been a ride. Yeah. I would say it's only a year. That's weird. Yeah. That's 
That's crazy. Yeah. 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 We have so many memories together. It's only been a year. <laughs> What's your best memory from eighth grade together? Um, fight night. Yeah. What's fight well, night? Well, I mean, we 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 <laughs> we learned a lot, but yeah. it was like something to learn about. And I'm glad. Yeah. Like everybody was like, if you could go back and change it, would you? And I'm like, no. Yeah. I mean, well, like we learned. Yeah. Is yeah. this going on the podcast? Yes. Maybe. Tell yeah. tell us about fight night. Well, okay, so it all started because Kayla Mattis... Maybe was... don't say names. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, court, the quarterback of our football team came up to Lyman, came up to Lyman and said, hey, do you want to box? Because they had like a fake beef, kind yeah. of. And he was like, yeah, I'll box you. And then the quarterback kind of wussed out and was like, nah. Like, and he's a kid that like wouldn't. And then one of our other linemen was like, yeah, I'll fight you. <laughs> Which that's the thing, too. I feel like all the teachers thought it was beef. Yeah. yeah. But it was even we were just trying to have fun. Yeah, we were just, we just like, messed We were going to charge people to get in, but that was... <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of illegal. But, and then we had, we kind of got here, and we had, like, a main event. Like, the two <laughs> yeah, linemen... We, the, like, we had, like, Undercards two, and main yes, cards. The, the, the two linemen... You got here, were, meaning you got to this house. Is that what you're... Right up there. Right. <laughs> right up there. Yeah, that's exactly what we're talking okay. about. And then, so, the two linemen were the main event. Then we just kind of, like, asked people if they, like, wanted to fight. And yeah. they were like, yeah, sure. And it was just, like, a lot of fun. Yeah. And then oh. the knockout happened, and then it just kind of went off from there. Yeah. But, I mean, like... It was fun. It was, yeah. It was, it was like, scary. Super scary. It was super scary, yeah. but once, like, everybody started yelling and stuff, it all just kind of went away, but then it got really quiet. <laughs> it got, like, dead silent, and yeah, then everything yeah. went back to normal. Yeah. It was... I'm just glad it wasn't my house, because... <laughs> yeah. There's about... This is a kind of a small basement, and yeah. there's about... About 20 10, people. 15, maybe 20. <laughs> <laughs> there was quite a bit of people. Maybe 100. <laughs> but I mean, at least we weren't like, it wasn't, at least it wasn't like a party party. At least it, there wasn't alcohol, drugs, yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, we it wasn't just, bad. It was just, we, couldn't, we shouldn't have done it. But yeah. I mean, we're boys. We were just trying to have fun by fighting because that's what... Yeah. That's what boys do. Yeah. I remember we that day that it was happening, you guys were talking about it in my homeroom. Yeah, we were like hyping it up. That was, was stupid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> do not let anybody get hurt. But we were in teacher meetings that afternoon and Which what a horrible time to go upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, for you. We, we yes. were coming up to talk to you and we saw that you were in the teacher lounge and we're like, Well, we're already up here. <laughs> <laughs> um, um Yeah, but I think uh what was I going to say? I don't remember. I, it was... It was a, oh, that was what I was saying. was like a lot of the teachers uh, were just like, that's so stupid. That's so stupid. And I'm like, I grew up in the country. <laughs> like, I grew up fighting with all my boy cousins. And um, to me, it was just, that's just what you do. But it's a good idea to let an adult know in case somebody gets, like, knocked out in your basement floor. <laughs> so you know what to do. Because none of you guys can even drive. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody could take him to the hospital, but... We could ride our bikes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, dead. <laughs> you know, oh, like those baby sad. things, you put yeah. them in there. Just... <laughs> oh, it's... It was a... I, I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting to get some stuff the next day, yeah. and not 10 minutes yeah. after it happened. Not yeah. as soon as we showed up. Yeah, because yeah, there were so many people that were like, send me the video, send me the video. I didn't have the video, but... Yeah. I saw the video. Yeah. I think we saw the live video. Yeah, but that, that, it, was, it was 
it was only like how long was the fight? Twelve seconds. But it was like it was like yeah. that twelve seconds. They looked like they're mad at each other, but like after, like they were just like Yeah, they were chilling. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were just like, Yeah, we're I just remember you guys had a basketball game that night. Oh, that was bad. And then when the, the student that got knocked out walked in, he just walked <laughs> He walked in with his eyes really big and just kind of swaying around. I'm like, buddy, I think you need to go to the hospital. He, I think he had come Yeah, he did. But I think he got like a minor yeah. concussion. It was, it, no, he didn't. No, he it, didn't. They said that because he got knocked out, then they assumed that it was a minor concussion. Then like two days later, he went back and they're like, you didn't have a concussion. <laughs> But it was, it was more scary for the guy that knocked him out and me because one, it was at my house yeah. and the person could have pressed charges on him. Yeah. But like, we all are friends, so like yeah. none of that would happen yeah. unless they were like really petty, but nobody in our friend group was <laughs> like that. So, I mean, like, it was kind of a, it was fun, but I wish we didn't do it. But then again, I'm glad we did it because we would have kept doing it. Yeah, we definitely. You're never gonna forget it. No, no. <laughs> we're gonna we're going down as middle school legends. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely how it's gonna yeah go. But like, it was just scary going because I remember I I I was quiet the next day. I was just like, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> like I am gonna like, I'm not gonna be the normal way that I am. So I just grabbed my binder. A few teachers were looking at me, and I was just like, <laughs> I just sat in class, and I was just sitting there. My first period, and then my second period, I had a teacher that, and I, we, her and I talked about it, she was like, it's, you guys are, you are boys, and then my third period, it was with a guy, and he was like, yeah, we used to do that all the time, and then I got into <laughs> one that, like, was mad about it, and I was like, I was just like, uh-oh, <laughs> I was just sitting there, I was like, yeah, <laughs> and then for the, the rest of the year, Every time Miss Simmons would see me, she'd be like, hey, fight night, how's it going? <laughs> like, Imagine how much money we would have got <laughs> if we made people pay. If it was like $5 to get in, we would have made bank. You guys are definitely entrepreneurs. I like how your, your wheels are always turning for how you can, how you can grow this brand. <laughs> All right, you want to close it? Sure. Thank you for turning in the store podcast. <laughs> All right, tune in to the next one. See ya. Bye. Okay, that's a tune along.